Before we get started, before we get started, this show is about the game Hero Clicks. It's kind of like chess, but with superpowers. We realize we're complete, total, utter nerds about it. Nerds about it. But you know what? We don't even care. This is Clixinit. This is Clixinit. So if you're a noob, a casual player, or an insane competitive junkie, you found your new home. And now, your gaming superheroes, Adam, Dan, Kane, Austin, and Miles. Let's do this. Hello, everybody out there in Clicksland, and welcome to another episode here on Clicksing It. I, like always, am your host, Adam, and this is episode 167. Don't got too much to talk about on today's episode, but we are going to be talking the majority about theme or non-theme. That is the question, as Shakespeare used to say. Uh, but before we get into all that, let's get into a quick how was our week. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. There are seven days, there are seven days, there are seven days in a week. Uh, we got the usual crew on tonight. We got Dan, Tree Trunks, Redman, and Miles. So let's start off with Miles. Miles, how was your Super Bowl weekend? Uh, it was It was okay. Um, a lot of kids, uh, me and my two brothers, uh, got together with my dad who came up out of town and, you know, we had 16 kids together, so we really didn't really get to pay attention to the game too much. And yeah, that's pretty much it. We didn't, uh, this week's been uneventful. Um, yeah, I haven't really been working that much this week and been bored. I don't know. No really updates. Fair enough. And happy belated Valentine's day for all you people out there. Uh, Ryan, you don't like football, yet you went to a Super Bowl party. How was that? <laughs> uh, yeah, we watched a little bit of that, but then left at uh, halftime for the uh, the kids to put them down. And then the uh, day before, we had another birthday party for uh, some more of the uh, kids' friends. And then we did actually try a game with the new rules, which uh, was pretty enjoyable. And then uh, otherwise, it's really just been work. All right, and then... Dan, how was your Super Bowl weekend? Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch the Super Bowl, so I mean, I, I just heard. I just saw the highlights of the last call at the end of the game, pretty much. Uh, that's what I saw. Otherwise, it was good. Um, Valentine's Day is my anniversary, so we went out and did something, and then I got a new. Well, I had my new phone since the week before, but we hadn't really covered it, so I also got a new phone finally after five years. So that was a plus. Uh, I did watch the Super Bowl. It was a pretty good game. Uh, Chiefs ended up winning. Spoiler alert. Uh, but, you know, to me, the Super Bowl just hasn't been what it's been like in the past. I don't know how many years you guys have been watching the Super Bowl. Like, I really enjoyed the the commercials and the halftime show. I just The halftime shows don't do it for me that much anymore. I mean, Rihanna was still a very good halftime show, but I usually... And more focused on the commercials because those are always fun. Doritos usually knocks it out of the park as always, but I don't know. It just doesn't have the same hype as it did for uh, me in the past. Uh, we did, though, play some hero clicks at our venue on that Sunday before. We played an event called uh, the Five Finger Death Punch, which was basically you had you could only have a max of five figures on your team. And my team was the Super Rare Hulk, the 200.1. It was Giganta Prime at full. It was, man, I am blanking on my team right now. It was a scientist team. It was Puppet Master. It was the Spider-Man with the cloak. And my final piece was... Pluh. What the heck Wait, was it? Ed, you had Hulk, Spider-Man, uh, was that Sunspot? Sunspot, thank you. Uh, Sunspot, just because I wanted to try out his, if a um, figure of yours that shares a keyword or that has scientist takes four more damage, they take three damage instead. Uh, didn't really come into play, but the team did go 3-0. and It actually worked really well uh, together. And that Hulk is actually very good. I did not know that his rollout power was also protect protected Pulse Wave, which I did face against two Deathstrokes. 
and I was able to ignore the damage off of both Deathstrokes because uh, if any of your characters are targeted while they're next to Hulk, they get the rollout because it is protected pulse weight from that. So it was a fun match. Uh, and then I was able... So the the manager at the store, usually we don't do any prizes because he didn't have any prizes, but because uh, we had a good amount of people show up, he decided to have the winner take home one of the play-at-home kits. So the play-at-home kits were Disney+, Plus, Swords, and Avengers Forever. Miles, you've talked me into the Spider-Man from Disney+, Plus, the play-at-home one, so I decided to take that one home with me to see uh, if I can make that power where he gives the Spider-Man team ability to people uh, work for some of my teams that I'm building yeah. with. And yes. I forgot, you, you get Pyro with uh, X of Swords, which wasn't really anything spectacular, and you get uh, Invincible Ant-Man with Avengers Forever, and I just, I I thought I'd like the uh, Spider-Man the most. Um, other than that, what else have I done? There was some things I was going to be talking about, but I'm drawing blanks on them right now, so... Oh, um, movies. We got the new Flash trailer I want to talk about real quick. Doesn't it look good? Like, I don't know if you guys saw it during the Super Bowl, but everyone was up in arms about Ezra, whatever his name is, coming back as Flash. It looks really good, to be honest. I still can't get behind it. To see Michael Keaton back, um, the only thing that I'm not... That I'm a little disappointed on is they canceled the Batman Beyond movie that was supposed to follow this movie up with Michael Keaton as old man Bruce. Yeah. But yeah. Anytime Michael Keaton comes back as Batman, I'm I'm all for it. And yeah, Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller is back as Batman too, apparently. Ben you mean Stiller. Ben Affleck? Ben wait, ben, ben, like, wait, that, wait, that's wait. a great Bruce Wayne. Ben Stiller as <laughs> Batman. That would be great. Yeah. Yeah. I oh, actually yeah. really like Ben Affleck as Batman, honestly. Owen like, Wilson different. as Robin would be perfect. Oh <laughs> uh, no, Ben Affleck, Matt sorry. Damon. Matt Damon. Uh, but yeah, Ben Affleck is back as Batman, and I think the trailer looks really good. I'm kind of excited to see it, to be honest. Yeah, it's just weird that it stars Ezra Miller and Ezra Miller. Yeah, they it looks like it's they definitely kept that under wraps where they're like, nope, Ezra Miller's gone from the DC Universe. He's not coming back. And, oh, let's have two of them in the same movie. I think they're yeah. still going to write him out. But, well, actually, I hope they do because he's just a walking grenade. So, I don't know. Yeah, that, yeah, that's... Supposedly, All he's right. going to the team and whatnot. And, you know, I hope that he does, you know, get his mental state right. But I don't think that it's a good look to keep him... As yeah. a face of a franchise, when he's going through so much, you know, turmoil. Yeah, you can always read that this this was the movie that was supposed to like branch out and kind of blow up into the DCU. When now that James Gunn took over, yeah, I so, can see that because they're dealing with time travel, so they can pretty much branch out however they want with this. Well, and they can retcon if they want to. Basically, they're just like, hey, it's the multiverse. We don't care. Yep. Uh, and then lastly, before we get into clicks, uh, Ant-Man and Wasp Mania comes out this week. I got my tickets for Friday. I'm very excited to go see it. Um, I've already seen people try to spoil it for me on like Facebook and stuff like that, so I've completely ignored that. Uh, don't be one of those people out there. Just don't. Don't be one of those a-holes. Uh, yeah, basically. it's uh, my most anticipated Marvel movie. Apparently... Apparently, Rotten Tomatoes hates it, but good thing that they know nothing about film over at Rotten Tomatoes because I don't take their judgment on anything when it comes to movies. No, no, I, I don't know. You know they supposedly what they they've already said the first two Ant Man's are the two worst MCU movies, and I, I, I gotta disagree with that. I like both of them. Yes. All right, enough about movies. Uh, let's get... Oh, one more thing I do want to mention about for our Patreon is that we do have our Patreon for this month coming up in about... The month has, is half over, so in half a month. But then in March will be our podcast three-year anniversary. Yes, I cannot believe we've been on the air for three years already. And I'm going to be doing something special, which is going to be a winner-takes-all Patreon. So how that's going to work is usually I do between six, eight, maybe nine gifts or Patreon prizes per month. This month, or for March, I should say, I'm going to be doing one big giveaway for one Patreon. And it's going to work how it normally does. 
So depending on what tier you are, that's how many tickets you're going to get into the giveaway. I'm spinning that wheel once, and whoever it lands on is going to be winning a plethora of prizes. So it could be a $1 winner. It could be our highest tier winner. It could be a $3 winner. Don't know what's going to happen, but some of the prizes I am throwing in there is going to be the Fantastic Thors Con LE set. It's going to be Batman and Jaro, Punchline. Uh, I can't see what else I have over there, but I'm also going to be adding a ton and ton of other stuff to that. So it's going to be um, a very, very high-value prize, but I'm only going to be doing it for one person. Uh, kind of, like I said, a winner-takes-all prize. So if you want to take part of that, even if you just want to be a dollar patron for that month and maybe win probably around three to maybe $400 worth of clicks for being a $1 patron, that'd be awesome. But enough about business, enough about movies. Let's talk about clicks. So the big thing around the the league, I guess we'll call it, is theme or not the theme? That is the question. So I guess let's approach it as this way. If there was a tournament happening this weekend, big tournament, call it a Nationals, call it a Worlds, call it whatever you want, are you going theme? Or not? Let's start off with Miles. Miles, are you going theme for a big prize event? Let's say it's a hundred dollar buy-in, huge, huge prize out at the end. Are you going theme? Uh probably. Now, honestly, before we um, continue, sorry, I w- I do want to mention. So let's take into consideration that there are currently only two of the sixteen by sixteen maps out there right now. I believe they're from the Batman team up. Uh, Fast Forces, Gravity Feed, Battle Pack, whatever you want to call it. So map size really isn't a issue, I guess you would call it right now, but we are doing with all, and we're, and we're going in with the new rules. So you either get to go first or you pick map and side. All the new rules apply. So sorry, Miles. Are you going theme, yes or no, having all that in consideration? Uh, I, I, can, I can argue for both, but... Um... Personally, I'm going to go theme just because of I've been really working on that Young Avengers team, and unfortunately, they're one of the reasons to run theme because of that team up card for the point denial. And then with the loss of theme team prob, they there's so much prob on that team with the Loki and the Loki clones that I, I think it's worth running that team specifically. Yes, I did so put I, out. Sorry, go ahead. I'll let you finish up. I was to say that that's why I would. If I'm going to run theme, it's going to be specifically that Young Avengers team because of the Living Legends traits they gave everybody and the fact that there's an overabundance of prop control on that team. And I did put out a feeler today on one of the uh, HeroClix Facebook pages just to see what people were thinking about with prop because with no theme being or with um, theme teams, new rules, you don't get team props anymore. And kind of what people... Because I feel like prob is essential. You have to have prob going into a tournament. If you don't, you're just wrong. I'm sorry. You have to have some sort of probability control because you can't just bank on playing eight games and having every single one of your attacks hit and having your opponent miss every single one of their attacks as well. So I kind of put out a poll to see what people's favorite or who their go-to prob people are. And I only listed, I want to say, around eight, and then I had other people add the rest of them. And after looking at that, there's really no shortage of low-costed probs out there. We got Felix Faust, who's obviously amazing, Miss Kang, High Evolutionary, The Flash, Chip, who might be one of the best figures in the game right now because of the Green Lantern ring, Uh War of the Realm, Scarlet Witch, Peacemaker, Stefford Cuckoo. You know, for 15 points, you just get a prob. And then for another, you get a perplex or an outwit. Uh, we got the uh, Empire, Scarlet Witch. We got the Eternal Sprite, which I absolutely love. The War, uh, W-O-T-R, War of the Realms, Loki, Batcats, I think is 35 points. And you get double prob off that. Uh, Wanda Maximoff, Emperor yeah. Loki, Someone put Ravona Renslayer. Uh, Super Rare Data. I didn't get that one. Is there a Data that's in modern age? Not modern, no. Okay, I didn't think so. Uh, Miss Minutes, you know, 35 points for uh, mission points, prob, and stop click. 
Uh, Uwatu, Doom Sorcerer Supreme, which basically you can uh, re-roll every single attack that you can see. Uh, Scooby-Doo, nothing to shy about for 50 points. And then the Chase Spider-Man from War of the Realms. So I think the most expensive one on here is Doom at 75, but the rest are really like 50 and low. I mean, Spider-Man's the same amount. He's 75. Yes, that one, the time violation one. Yes. Uh, But there's lots of good options out there for Prob right now. So I don't think people are going to be having too hard of a time finding Prob to put on their team, especially if they don't want to play theme. Uh, Ryan, are you going theme or non-theme? Yeah, I got a uh, mystical team I really like right now, so I'm going to plan on sticking with that. So I still think that there is reason to play theme. It might not be as important, but it definitely still comes with its own benefits. And mystical is one of those teams where you can build enough and there are enough good figures out there that you can still be themed. Yeah, they work well together. I mean, it's uh, it, it meshes really well. Yeah. What are some, or, or Dan, I should ask you before we move on, are you playing theme or non-theme? I would play theme, yes. Yeah. I think I would play theme just for my OCD. I don't think I could play non-theme. I have tried it before, and it just oh. <laughs> internally doesn't feel right. But what are some keywords that maybe lost theme teams? Soldier. I think you're just not going to ever win Soldier. Okay. What were what was kind of the Soldier team out there that maybe people were playing? So, well, you get in 1776 on the team. It's It wasn't, you know, highly played. But, you know, um, Skinny Steve, I think, takes a real big hit. Um, with the loss of theme team probs, because they're always, you know, because you have to share a keyword, and uh, I don't think we're going to be seeing him anymore. Yep, and there's but like, maybe, for, but he's still he's still only fifteen points for leadership. So if you've made a two hundred and eighty-five point team and you didn't have leadership yet, that's very easy to just sneak him on there. He might not get his special leadership. Um, but he's still, that's 15 points for leadership. That's still good. It gives you yeah, that extra yeah, he, action and he's got shield. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he still is useful, but yeah, the, I mean, it's, it's, there isn't really some major big soldier team out there, but there's a lot of pieces that could have been built with soldier. Um, especially with shield with the prime Carter. I think any chance of that seeing play took a real big hit losing theme teams by giving, you know, everyone's soldier, the shield keyword. Um, I think that, yeah. yeah it was, didn't really get... Yeah, I think kind of a gladiator thing would have been better for that, honestly. Just the amount of offense he brings with Soldier. Yeah, really? Yeah. The, yeah, the no, only... Peggy Carter prime. I think that there would have been a chance, you know, with Nick Fury and then be, be able to get the legacy, uh, what's his name, off the sideline, Colson. Colson. Yeah. The only keyword cheating you can really do with Skinny Steve is pass, so you'd have to do Doom Annihilating Conqueror to even get him on a theme team, but I don't think that's worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, any other keywords out there that kind of just lost the advantage for being theme? I'm trying to look at... I mean, there's so many. I'm just trying to think of some of the bigger ones. Well, Codex so, is dead. I don't know if that matters. <laughs> Codex, yeah. Codex is no longer. <clears throat> it got replaced. I think Animal took a little bit of a hit with Spider-Man losing his wild card. Um, ah. I still think, you know, it'll be fine. With but, Beast, you know, the big with... thing giving him with Green Lantern team abilities so he can get all the way across the map, you know, all that, um, to get the free attack and whatnot, I, I still think it's okay. It's still a good keyword. I mean, you still got Chip. Uh, Beast Boy, he's amazing for Animal, obviously, because you could just uh, wildcard a Green Lantern with uh, someone you give it. How how does this thing work again? I can never remember. You give Animal Keyword Teen Titans. So, yeah, you could um, Deathstroke cheat him to get wildcards. Yeah. Um, no, I'm thinking of Spider Hammer. I think Spider Hammer, which is a big part of you know the the animal, because that way he is able to carry your whole team. I think that he takes a hit with the animal. Monsters, there's still plenty of monsters that you can make a really yeah. good theme team. Yeah, you, yeah, they're not. They haven't lost any steam with that. To be fair, and really, it's gonna. 
I, I don't think we can talk about this subject quite yet, but we are anyways today because we don't know what the maps are going to look like. Like they say, they're not going to be symmetrical. They say they're not going to be putting a lot of uh, terrain and elevation on there. It's going to be more up to the players to place that kind of stuff on there. So we can't really see or make a correct judgment on this quite yet until we see what the maps look like. Yeah, that's kind of confusing, though, because how many times can they just put a couple things on a map? We have, between the next two sets, I think we have five play-at-home kits, which should be two maps on each side, so that's ten maps yeah. coming out in three months. I mean, how many times can you make a, a 16 by 16 or whatever it is and uh, and not put that much on it? So I don't know how they can how long they can make them pretty open. Have you heard anything about um, the Rock making sixteen by six neoprene maps? Uh, they're gonna have to. Yeah, <laughs> I, just, I didn't know if to... uh, we heard anything on Realm, not Realms, but uh, Facebook about them in the process they of making them. No, they haven't. They, posted they did like... make a few older ones, um, Silver Legal. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. They did do that. Yeah. So that's on. I don't know what page that's on. Um, and then there is an upcoming uh, silver update with uh, a ban list, watch list, um, and all that stuff. There's Erratas coming to the Mandarin Rings and uh, the Ultra Chase Thanos. Yep. And I'm pretty sure that they're also going to be having like Erratas for characters like uh, the Prime High Evo and everything. So. That's yeah, the, yeah, all the erratas and stuff are going to be coming with that list too. So it yeah. sounded like it's oh, coming so soon. Anyone that makes a theme team is that they're going to get some kind of change then, or is that? Well, hopefully that they don't. I don't even know if uh, they officially ever did that for Captain Venom. Yeah, Captain Venom was changed the same, I believe. As yeah, he uh, got the six team probs, I believe. They did give. I know that they said they were going to, but did they actually do that? Because I thought when I looked at him, he didn't actually officially get that. Let's look him up real quick. Um, Captain Silver could actually get pretty interesting, though. Yeah, he did. He did. You get the you get the six theme probs. Yep. Yep. You do. Yeah, I don't think they ever did it. It just says that you can treat monster keyword as a named keyword. It did no, no, not update. No, it's on the realms. It's it's. It, they are. I found. I found the. I found the. Or I thought I found the. Where is it on the on the? Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. If Captain Venom is on a monster theme team, your max number of theme team probs uh, uses six instead of three. No, I'm looking for the the rules. Up. Oh. I'm trying to find. I'm pretty sure. I, th- I thought I saw it under there. I'd like yeah, to see it like, yeah, if you can just get, pretty much just give them printed prob. I think that'd be, you know, good. That's a weird errata to give. <laughs> I'd be yeah, fine with it. <laughs> you know, it's it still makes them playable, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the yep. points, uh, that trade is still in their point cost. Yeah. That's, so, what, that's what I mean. Is, yeah, if you give them prob instead of like, the max six, I think that is, they're still viable and still good for their point values. So it seems like most of us are thinking to be stay themed because there's enough in those keywords to still make those teams viable for the most part, like especially mystical uh, justice league, all the keyword cheating out there. I think unthemed is going to be the way to go, but me personally, yeah, me personally, I would go unthemed. Uh, I'd go themed, but I think unthemed is honestly the, your best bet. I guess it kind of depends on once we start seeing some more play testing in bigger tournaments, how or what's going to be more important, going first or picking map? Because to me, it makes it feel like map's not that important anymore with the way they're coming up. Now, this is going, I'm going off of the smaller maps. Obviously, the bigger maps, the 24 by 16s are still going to be effective. But when we're down to brass tacks and we get a bunch of these smaller maps out there, is map choice going to be that crucial because you're going to be able to alter the map to a point that f- suits your team better. So you'd rather go second than pick map. But I think if you're playing theme and you get that plus three, you at least get the choice Yes. of, you know, you get to see who you're playing against and are you going to benefit more from going first or picking map? Do you yeah. think because they took away theme prob, they should have maybe gave a bigger bump to theme team than plus three because a plus three is still beatable for initiative role. 
Honestly, I thought it would have been fine if they brought back the uh, just you add up how many pieces you have with it. Yeah. I I think that there's a reason why they did that because we still got to wait for the next few sets to realize, you know, what are the real bonuses of theme is. So I, it's hard for me to really judge that the plus three was enough yet. Yeah, right by, now, right by now, retirement, I think you know. the the like the non themes playing non themed just got a lot better. Uh, playing theme didn't really get that much worse because you still get options. But uh, I think it's just a little bit more viable than it ever has been to play mm-hmm. non theme. Yeah. And I think down the pipeline, they've kind of started doing a lot more with keywords, and I think that it's going to be beneficial in other ways where you're not going to really need those theme team props. Theme team props are terrible anyway. That article was totally right. You're burning them all, either on offense or defense, right in the beginning to either get the edge or not get uh, one of your characters taken off right away. And honestly, I was fine with theme teams when you had to give a figure a token afterwards. Because then there was at least a penalty. Not a penalty, but you had to think about it more than just, oh, yep, I'm going to prob it with uh, this guy because there's no consequence for it. It was more of the, okay, do I want to theme with this guy who has an action token on him already? Therefore, I won't be able to finish or take an action with him this turn. Yeah. Well, once they let anyone on your team use a theme team, like a character you mind-controlled or a bystander, that's when it got even crazier. So they didn't, yeah. didn't need to have the key. I would have just preferred it where they would have kept theme teams probs, but you had to have the keyword printed on your um, card. So not even like keyword cheating with a Genesis and Apocalypse. You had to have the actual keyword on your card in order to use it. I think that I think once you, once you start playing without theme team probs, I think you're going to probably like it, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah, for sure. The, uh, building your team now and having to add prob, it just adds so much more to having to build differently. Uh, because plenty of times I'm building a team and I'm like, well, I'm a theme. I got three probs. I'll probably be fine. So, you know, that you don't get that anymore. So you now you have to actually add that power. It's going to change your team building a little bit. And it will be interesting also to see that if... So let's let's just real quickly make the best 300-point team in Modern right now. So, which is basically you can make that with Genesis and Apocalypse. But uh, let's see if we can make it real quick. So Commissioner, top five figure, obviously. He probably goes on most teams. Death Metal uh, Wonder Woman. Death Metal Wonder Woman. Venom Magneto. Uh, let's see that one. So we're not going off of like what they do for each other. We're just naming the, you know, the best of the best right now. The Hall of Fame. Obviously, Sakarian. Sakarian. Yep. I'd even throw in World's Finest too, because don't die. I think he's a top five, top ten figure easily. He's going to be good on a team. I don't know if he's just throw him on your team and he's good though. I think I think he can be, especially you know with uh, Death Metal Wonder Woman. You can TK him up there. I mean, he gets free attacks. It's gonna be hard to kill him. I think. Yeah, I think we need to see how people play. I mean, the fact that he he's got the bat uh, the bat belt for free. He can do a free yeah. attack, a free attack, and he's a twelve for five twice for sixty points. If you're able to get that, uh, we got to put Sky Tyrant on here. Flash. Obviously. Yep, Flash. So here's the problem. Do we? I have 30 points left. Do we do a Flash or do we do a Felix Faust? See, I think that's what you're going to run into is now you, you have already, a ton of you options. Are, you already have TK with Magneto, so you don't really need a Flash for that. I guess you could use him as like an offense piece, but it depends on what your what your force makeup already is. Do? It'd I be would, Faust. I, I would get the problem. So this is yeah. a, this is 300 points exactly. This is no equipment, which obviously you're going to want to do the rings because the rings are absurdly good right now in Modern. But Commissioner, Death Metal Wonder Woman, Venom Magneto, Sakari and Iron Man, World's Finest, Sky Tyrant, and Felix Faust is exactly 300 points. Now, if I look across the board and I see that, I'm relatively scared of that team. For the damage output, the support, because it's got... Does it have Prob? Yes, it has Rookie. Yep. Oh. And, and Faust. Faust. And, yep. 
So yeah. you've got Wonder Woman who brings people back to life. Plus, she's pretty good at killing things. Uh, you just the only the big thing is you don't have the cloak on Iron Man, but this was just a mock up of a super quick team. I don't think you need World's Finest on there. That's probably the one that you could probably yeah. take off and save sixty points and stuff. But like, I think you're better off, yeah, putting on Flash and adding equipment to people. Yeah, because that gives you. Uh, if you took off World's Finest and you I'd put on a Flash, on. that gives you 30 more points. You put the Cloak, that gives you 25. I don't know if there's anything else worth 25 points out there besides Galactus. Um, I'd do 15 points of uh, all black sword on um, Sky Tyrant that ignores Super Senses and Shape Change. Yep, that I've been us. seeing that a lot, and that is a nasty combo. That gives you 20 mm-hmm. points to play with. I don't, there's really not... I mean, you could do a Spirit of the Game or a Scott Porter Pog, obviously. But, like, if I, for 50 With Prob. Yeah. Perplex or out. But, yeah, there's... But I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that's not where we're going to be going with non-theme. It's just... Which it probably will be. It's just the best of the best, because if I look at that team, I'm not happy about playing that team at all. But there's there's so many good things now that you're gonna start to see that differentiate based off of play styles. That was something that you threw together in two and a half minutes, uh, just like good pieces you could think of. When you start actually looking at all the sets, you're gonna be like, "Well, I could also play this." There's tons of options out there. Yes. Um, I don't have a prime on the seam, so I could put on destroyer prime. Obviously, my sideline. So I feel like I kind of wish they would have gave theme a little bit more of a bump whether it be the initiative we were talking about the tokens for prob uh something i just feel like the plus three is all you get no because you get all the you get all the you get all the synergies you already had with theme that's what a lot of people aren't really realizing is that there's the synergy and i think there's a lot of synergy in like coming in the pipeline yeah, that's the yeah. I think a lot of this is like they're trying to lay the groundwork for stuff like that. Where, and they've mentioned the fact of of that if you want like a better overall figure, you're gonna have to pay for it. So I think that's gonna come into play too. Mm-hmm. So that you playing like like everyone's always like, no, if it's not at the lowest point line, don't. It's not worth it. But in this case, there may be instances now where it very much is worth it to play them at full point or or like a higher point line obviously i mean just look at the batman team up set in general where you have uh, all of the uh the teen titans go where you play all them and all of a sudden they're giving each other team abilities of all of the uh the arkham asylum or what is it gotham underworld yeah um same thing they're giving each other all these bonuses i think you're gonna start seeing a lot more of that stuff or like detectives with clue cards you know <clears throat> I think they're going to give you plenty of reasons to build theme teams. And I think it's just more fun to play theme anyways than the best of the best figures. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't tell you the last time I played non-theme. I think it was my Don't Hit Me team for the Winamap how many months ago. Um, and that team wasn't really fun. It was just something I wanted to test out. But I enjoy playing theme because it just feels more comic book natural than playing um, something that doesn't theme together. I don't know. It's it's hard. It's hard to explain. No, that's the comic book nerd inside of us. That's the problem. It's the OCD in me. I'll, I'll be honest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but do we? Th- One thing that surprises me is not a lot of people are still talking about Apocalypse in Genesis. I feel like people are getting off of Apocalypse. The, uh, slot, well, things are changing version. a ton. Yeah. Well, first, everyone thought he was going to be an unbeatable one-man army, and yeah, plenty yeah. of people tried that, and yeah. it does good for a bit, but there's going to be too many things at any event that eventually just kind of extinguish it. So yeah. it's not going to end up winning anything, even right. though it's definitely going to be able to run through teams. Eventually, your rollouts stop happening with Apocalypse, and people find Yeah, or there's just answers. Blades. People built answers for it. Because I don't think there was an apocalypse in top four in Orlando. I don't know mm-hmm. how many were in top eight. We had up here in the West Coast that last that event. There was a Genesis full and a full point apocalypse that each made the top eight. How many people were in it? 
22, 23. Okay. I mean, that's the, that's, I think I that, the, the one man army is nice, but like you're, I don't know. It's, I, he's interesting, but I don't, I don't know how great he is as, as an OMA. I think you're still going to see him as lower point pieces because you're looking at smaller maps soon and yep. you're going to want those blade rollouts also. I've been seeing people been playing him at 145, and I think that that's honestly like if you're going to do the one man army with him, I think 145 is the best point line. Well, because you can do it. Point line. That's the only one you don't play. Apocalypse, the grand prize apocalypse. Really? That's bad. There's been a lot of people playing him at that. I didn't think those midlines were that terrible. Yeah, but 145 has um, people have been playing that a lot out here. That's the preferred starting line. I mean, he's a 10, 12, 19, 4 with prob, and then he does have two stop clicks with a bunch of steel energy, so it's not bad at all. Half your he The problem is he, he, he has no move and attack with that Psychic Blast. Does he just well, no, but he, I'm trying to get him off. He only, gets, he only gets to make yeah. a close attack after he... So he doesn't get to shoot for his 7 range. Yeah. Well, you can if you give him the Skybreaker. I think that, you know, that would be an inter- I know Soul Sword's always the one to do, but I think him a Skybreaker could be fun, too. Yeah. I don't mind him at 145. I just... I wish he had something to go with that Psychic Blast. Like, sidestep, or you you definitely have to pair them up with a TK or something, because... Uh, if they're smart, they're just going to base you, but then you have Flurry, but they're, I don't think you're going to be able to use that Psychic Blast much with him. Better you could just barrier him in, too. I mean, you can yeah. phase away, but then he's taking the action to just phase away, and then you're not really getting... I mean, you can maybe get an attack off, but still. I think you just you tap him and put him on the click... Uh, the charge click? For four, put him on the charge click, clean up the rest of his team, and then finish him off, because there's only another 150 points to deal with. Yeah. And that's yeah, the thing yeah. is, I think Barrier is going to be coming back strong because they're, it's cheap. I mean, you basically get it for free with the ring or 10 points. Now, you do have to pay do a power action if you aren't one of those key um, uh, keywords. But, like, the Star Sapphire rare from Wonder Woman, for 30 points, you get double Barrier, basically. 30 points. She's... The starter set is the one you want to do, the 40.1 with stop click. Uh, I like the other one with, for 30 points in TK, in my own opinion. Yeah. No, the, yeah, the, the Starfire, the the 40.1 is people have been playing in a lot of the online tournaments. Because she has uh, psychic, she's sand penetrating psychic blast with stop click. Yeah, she's leadership. She's TK. She's stop click. She's She's not bad at all. This doesn't have front top dial barrier, which is what you which is what you get for fifteen less points. Yeah, and you'll get the sidestep CK as well, and then you get the ring to drop whatever item you want for free. Or well, yeah, yeah for free. It's just mainly the stop click that people are going for her with that. I mean, she's kind definitely still going to see barrier, but uh, people need to put prob on their teams now, so. Yeah, probably going to be and, and it's more of a liability and not as safe. So you're still going to see it for sure, but it's not going to be winning games like it was before. I guess speaking of prob, I think it's better to have super strength that no one ever um, looked at. I think that those pieces have all of a sudden jumped up a tier. Yeah, exactly. Um, now you have to look at pieces and decide if you want a super strength piece on your team too. I think U.S. Agent sees a lot more play because of the full movement charge super strength is huge. You can go ahead and pick a barrier, pick up anything. Mm-hmm. Um, well, especially on small maps, too. Yeah, that, exactly. On the small map, he has a full map reach. You get him in the hindering, he can charge full map, you know, yeah. um, 10. But what's the right answer for prob? Is one prob enough for your team? Is two, three? What's the right answer? Or I think is it depends on your team, how much you know flurry you have, and how many main attackers you have. Like if you're miles, yeah. every single person on your team has to have prob. No, you just have you just do no rolls and just ignore. I was gonna say you prob. need no prob. Yeah. You just deal damage. Yeah, you, yeah, just you, no don't, you don't. 
you don't ever you just you just do that <laughs> yeah. yeah that's um minimum one people that think that you don't need prob um you're not going to get far especially in long tournaments um i don't care if you have a 12 13 attack um eventually your die will fail on you everybody can misses at least once in a tournament yes and so, yeah, uh, taking away theme teams from other teams they're going to be missing more frequently yeah yeah that's the thing too. Yeah, both teams are losing the theme team props. I think props is necessary because um, yes. back with the pre card era, I keep going back to that. But that's how the game is starting to feel like you you could not win anything without a prob like stand out with. Um, I think that's holding true now, especially without theme team props. And now you have to figure out how you need a prob on your team. It's yeah. almost <laughs> as necessary as leadership, if not more. Yeah. I think leadership is 100%. You have to have leadership on your team. No questions asked. And well, I, yeah, because you, you're not going to, you won't survive if you're yeah. only doing three things a turn. I think. Well, I, I, there's, there's, there's teams that don't need it. Like my no role team, we, I didn't need leadership, but it's all about action economy. And if your team is able to do, that's what, you know, that's where the, the action economy comes into. Can your team do what it needs to do with only three actions? If the answer is no, leadership is 100% needed. Um, 99% of the time, you do want leadership. It is hard to do anything with just three actions. This is what I'm kind of feeling Ultron, Ultron Pym right now. Because, like, yeah, not everybody's playing theme, but then the people that still play theme, he's just like, yeah, I'm just going to start dealing free damage to every time you use Prob. Yeah, they he have to be a in a theme hit. team in order for that power to work, correct? Yeah, just, so he's taking a hit because less people will be playing theme. Yeah. And then also you're also not using those theme team probs like you were before, too, to k- take the damage. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's fair. I was just thinking, I don't know, I still like him as a, I don't know, I think he still has a lot of utility. but My favorite prime got a hit and a bump at the same time. Bishop, I don't think he's that more relevant because smaller maps will be a thing. But then also his trait where if a character can use prop, he gets plus two attack, one damage, I think is going to come into play a bunch of times too. Because people, like we were saying, will more than likely have one, maybe two probs on their uh, teams now. So he got both a bump and a hit at the same time. I think he's going to be too easy to take out in yeah. a uh, a smaller map. Yeah, he was all about hanging back 23 squares from the uh, opponent and just send out your other force. But now that you're up eight squares, he's just a big target now. Yeah, it's going to be a lot harder to keep your support safe. Yeah. Uh, so my boy Bishop did take a hit. I don't think I will be playing him much anymore. Plus, with it being closer maps, it's going to be a lot more close quarters hero clicks than range, I think. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's going to be somewhere in the middle, I think. I think there there will teams that will do well at range, and it just might not be as like, "Hey, I'm shooting from 16 squares away." How how high? Yeah, yeah. I don't miss that. Uh, if Scarab becomes more of a thing, he could see more play because then you just can't target through Scarab. But it's uh, just so much well, easier to be, get to him though, because yeah. before you were keeping him safe. So now, if yeah. there's Scarab, oh yeah, he's actually not that hard to kill. There's so many figures that can by themselves get to the other end of the map without any help, or, or even min- or minimum so many help. with one. Yeah, with one help, with one TK or whatever, people are still doing it pretty easily. Yeah. So hiding and protecting yourself is going to be way harder to do. So a lot of pieces are going to be way harder to protect. Yeah, I think hiding in your starting area is no longer going to be a strategy that people can get away with. Unless well, you're think, planning to do like a high defense hideaway. I think survivability is going to be kind of big, honestly. The like, one stop, thing I'm... Top clicks are huge, I think. I don't know. I, I just think they're going to be even more valuable than they already were. Yeah, yeah well, now they're yeah. going to be easier to blow through, though, with knockback damage. Yeah. That's fair. I was just thinking about the fact of just still having enough figures that are hard to kill in any fashion um, is going to be bigger because you're going to be, like you said, you're not going to have like so much spacing to protect figures as much anymore. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I that no one's really talking about that I think is going to be huge and it's gonna, it's going to be a problem for a lot of teams is you don't just get objects. You can pick any terrain now. So you can pick three blocking terrains and set it up in front of your opponent's starting area. That was fun, actually. We did that. Wait, what was yeah. that? 
You can do what you, now? Uh, you can choose three barriers, blocking terrain instead of three objects, and just place it in front of your opponent's starting area. That seems really troll, but okay. Oh, it's going to be used. Well, Expect what you're going to be, be doing used. is using, if you're doing that, you're picking the special terrain that's bigger and longer to do that. Yep. Yeah, well, that's how, that's actually where if you go second, that's, I think, actually a good thing, because now you can place those, and then you mess up their alpha. So that's why you want to play theme, is now you control, Yep. Mm -hmm. you have a better yep. chance of controlling it. Yeah. And if more people are not playing theme, that plus three makes a huge difference. It does. It does. Yeah. It, any any percentage to guarantee you your choice of either do I want to go first or do I want to go do I want to pick map or big so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and setting up that troll move with all the elevated, you know, the big that's that can be huge, especially if you get the shipping crates that are two by threes. There's you can. Enough, there's got to be stuff you haven't even seen yet. Yeah, of course. Yeah, there has to be. Yeah. But even just with those shipping crates, you can cover nine squares. Yeah. Do they have the two current sixteen by sixteen maps up anywhere? Because I don't know what they look like. Are they? I think it's just one. I think it's one of the. It's one of the starter set ones that uh, the cardboard. You just take the two middle cardboard pieces out, and it makes one. I don't think it's oh. both sides though. I think it's just one side, and I've no looked both at sides. It. It's both. So sides. there are two maps that yes. do that. Yep. Okay. Yeah, those are the maps that I sent in the chat. That I made, they weren't that great of quality, but you know, are they pretty? Are they pretty open? Like I, I don't think I've ever seen these yet. Uh, it depends on which starting area your opponent chooses, because there's it. There's ways for it to be pretty crappy. Um, the what the haunted pier I think is the open one, um, and they have the game show, and on one of the sides it's like all blocking. Remember, you have four options to pick from. It's not just yeah. one side or the other. You can pick any edge. Yeah, that's why I said there's that's, there's an edge that if you choose that edge, it's kind of blocky, but three of the edges are pretty open. And then does mm -hmm. your opponent have to pick the opposite edge? Yeah. Yes. Okay, they can't yeah. just go kitty quarter next to you? Okay. No, they can't go right <laughs> next to you. <laughs> I was hoping not. <laughs> so, but yeah, that, you, if you if you pick map, then they pick edge, right? Is that how that so it just alternates? Yes. Yeah, if yeah, you pick map. Yeah. If you pick map. Yeah, first player. Yeah, they go first and pick edge. Yes. Yeah. First basically first player picks edge. Yeah. Okay. Um anything else? <laughs> I'm trying to think of what else we can thing I try the only thing I'm curious about is if they're gonna include more figures with prob going forward, because like I was looking at the figures that have prob and there's not really that many that are like sitting in like meta contention, I guess is what I'm thinking of right now. Which I think is honestly fine because then you have to go take another figure that mm -hmm. you uh, might not have played before. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that. I, li I just, I was thinking in general as far as like, yeah, I, I like that. I'm just not sure how many people will go for that. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's just going to be very repetitive, honestly. I think currently, I think currently there's a, couple that are in the meta contention so like chip because it's prob it's tk it's green lantern ring it's um sidestep all that good stuff faust obviously is amazing um commissioner yeah. with rookie is obviously amazing for 25 points i think a lot of people are overlooking miss kang i think once rotation happens miss kang unless we have something ridiculous in spider-man I think she rises to the top as one of the best probers out there because for 50 points, you're basically getting two probs because when she uses prob, she makes an echo, and then that echo can use prob once per all echoes. Yeah, I didn't think Dark like her World is also first. an option as well. Yeah, you were, not, so you were not on the Miss Kang train right and away. To be, to be clear, the only reason that I do feel like she's much better now is because you it's harder to get prob. Yeah, and so giving you prob in addition to everything else that she does, I think is very good. Yeah, I no. uh, I think someone that's underrated that he won't be a he won't be around very long, but is the Marquis of Death. I actually kind of want to build with that guy because uh, I think he hasn't really seen a lot of use like he could have. To be fair, yeah, he I did forgot what made him funky. not great. Huh? he was he got put out just a little before the Wonder Woman 
yeah. stuff. I don't remember what made him not as good. He had uh, sidestep. I, I played I him a that. bunch. Yeah, maybe just his mobility. He I had... mean, he, he ten square. I can see through characters. I mean, I don't know. I don't. And he has prob, and he's got a stop click, and he's power cosmic. So you're not yeah, taking. Yeah. So points. honestly, that's. I mean, if you're making a cosmic team and you want more prob, that's easily something that you might think about doing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's 60 points for sidestep. He's got energy explosion, which he could use it as a special to get um, uh, the... He, he can heal, but then he gets those tokens that make his pulse wave stronger. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's still, like... He's also just still pulse wave for... Which is pulse wave takes a hit, actually. Because it's now a, f- a four starting set instead of the five, because yeah, he's got a ten range. Yeah. Yeah, but doesn't he still get the five then? Because it's not just nope. no. It's four. No, you start at four. four. You oh, start at four, no matter what. If you activate it, you can. You still could be a it up. twenty range Galactus, and you mm-hmm. get four range. Yeah, I'm just I'm just thinking about it in general. Like he still has pulse wave. Like even if pulse wave got a bit of a nerf there, like, he still has pulse wave too on top of it. I think the problem is honestly, and this is another thing that benefits him is that's one of the big things. Is it takes way too long to build up those tokens and pull off that move in a regular game. But now that turns are going to be going faster and people are going to be closer to him, uh, I think that he actually... And you can still hide him because he sees through characters. So, I mean, yeah. this is definitely a piece that might actually see play now. I think High Hi- Evo sees an uptick in play. The regular one? Yeah. yeah. For 30 points. Because he's scientist, prob, good values and stats, like has a stop click, yeah. Got to double tap him. Uh, and harder he, to do. He has super sense on his unique modifier is good against uh, cosmic. I mean, you're not playing a lot of captains and sidekicks nowadays, but that is an option. Mm-hmm. I don't think his equipment does anything for him. It sucks because you give up ten points right away. Yeah, yeah. And but you it's can now taking up a more limited sideline. You can start him without it, right? You can just be yeah. like, no. Yeah, you you can include it. So. Um, did they officially say what's all rotating out? No, uh, we yeah. don't hear that until June, and then it usually goes live July first. Are we oh, well, I'm, speculating I'm, like Wonder Woman and back? I think Wonder X. I think Wonder. I think Wonder. Sorry, cut off. It'd be Wonder Woman two, Fantastic Four the from like twenty twenty. I think the oldest well, yeah, set will be Rise and, Rise and Fall. Fall. Yeah. Okay. Rise and Fall, yeah, should be the oldest set, and Wonder Woman 80 should get knocked out. Yep. So, and another top and pushing out and having an early retirement for Rise and Fall for the X Men swap thing. That was, heard, was hearing some people talking about that. So that might have wishful thinking. That's one thing, too. That came in the end of August. That would be pretty rough to yeah, that, yeah. that up in July. As much as I wouldn't mind that, it's not just one piece like an LE or anything. That's a whole set. Yeah. As much as now, the real question is: is are they going to retire Plastic Man, or are they going to actually let him use his objects? Uh, Well, Plastic Man should have three years. Yeah, because Wonder Woman eighty is rotating this year. He should at least have another year. Have one more year because he came out in the same year as one Roman 80. Yeah, he's still an LE. I hear a lot oh, of people LE. talking about Plastic Man, but never playing Plastic Man. <laughs> yeah. Like they're always he's like, good. oh, his objects are amazing. Oh, this barricade does everything, but then nobody ever plays them. He oh, might mm-hmm. he might now that Batman team up came out and there's more Justice League out there. Uh and I Death forget Metal Wonder Woman. Yeah, what else is he? Yeah. He's Justice League and what else? Detective. Detec- oh, detective, Police. yeah. Uh, freedom fighters. So yeah, he's basically police, detective, and Justice League. And he's got Quake at twenty points too. All right, on both point dials, so that's a reason to play him right there. Yeah, yeah. Quake is good. Quake is well. Quake is better than it was. So yeah. Yeah, he can just blow up barrier. Yeah, you can move him up. He turns into a whatever object that you can't destroy and the next turn he pops out of it and gets rid of your barrier. Oh, he's got some bad keywords. Yeah, he does. His keywords are not great. I mean, detective is might make a little splash. Yeah, for sure. But all-star terrifics and freedom fighters. Not, no. 
No, giving him detectives, you can give him outsiders team ability is always good with uh, the manager team up card. He is the only terrific keyword besides Mr. Terrific from Rebirth. Like, why (laughs) even give him that keyword? Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, I'm, I'm curious what things shift to, but we we haven't really had a chance to like. Well, until Spider Man comes out, when everything is like official, official, yeah. I, we'll have to see out. But then again, you're gonna have a whole new set, and then that's gonna shake things up just as much as the, all the rules changes. So I mean, it's gonna be a minute before everything kind of settles. Yeah, well, and then people must need to play we have it. Avengers coming out too, so that's gonna be another shake up right before rotation. So it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting whatever things gonna be. Um, I, I'm I think Darkhold is gonna be on almost every single build. Um, oh yeah, ten point, ten points for prob is huge. That's the cheapest yeah. prob you can get right now. Mm-hmm. It'll definitely see an uptick in how frequently people are putting it on their builds, even if they're not playing Scarlet Witch or Agatha. Yep, just because like oh I need prob oh okay Darkhold. Yeah, I mean, you throw that onto uh, Venom Magneto, he has an 8 range. And on the mm-hmm. smaller map, it can be huge. Mm-hmm. You know, because especially with a change to 4 range. That's what hurts a lot of figures like the Cuckoo that had it. Is, uh, I understand we do have small maps, but there's still big maps. And so people that have a minimum range of 4, it's going to be so hard to take advantage of those yeah. 6 range. It doesn't seem like that big of a difference, but... Six and four is quite a big difference on those big maps. Oh, it will be. Yeah, yeah it'll be a big difference on the small maps. That's just your minimum too. So, like, if you have six, you're like, oh, it's, I'm fine. No, I know, but a lot of the pieces that have it, if you look like, um, you're Ms. seeing Kane. a lot more fives and fours as of I think the X of Swords OP. Yeah, yeah. You, were seeing... you started seeing the decrease in stats around X of Swords. Yeah, I mean there are outliers, but yeah. I think That's... Avengers Forever, because there's a lot of five and four ranges in that. Which came out first, the X of Swords OP or Avengers? X of Swords OP came out first, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it did, yes. Yeah, it did, yeah. Yeah, but see, Miss Kang getting the four range, like, that's, you know... It was really sucked. clear in Avengers Forever that they were starting to do something. Yeah, they were, yeah. Drop- they were dropping stats and... When you were playing Sealed and you're like, I got a four charge? Yeah, it was weird. And yeah, then then you started seeing fives and fours in range, and that was kind of weird too. So yeah, like even though like just an example, like the Star Lord, he has only an eight running shot at a hundred points. You're like, yeah. wait, you're a hundred points. Yeah. What? That won't feel as bad in two years, but <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a weird. Now. It's a weird. Yeah, that's always the thing. The transition is like, oh, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can't. I honestly can't wait. I think it's. I think it's going to be really nice, especially because I've played on those smaller maps, and the games have been really fun. And there's a few that have been that have went to time, but it's from the get go, like you're in it. It just you know, and that's what I'm looking forward to the most is the fact that you're not going to be having a lot of pass, pass, pass. Like you, hey, every turn, someone can get hit because of how small the maps are. Yep, there's no equipping and having to clear and not starting the game until round three, and uh, you, you really can't just sit back and wait anymore, so you're just going to be fighting right away. Yeah, yeah it's, I, think it's, it's, I think it's healthy. Um, it's needed, and it makes sense also, too, for more rooms at game stores, um, and also on the kitchen table for people that are just getting into the game. If you look at other board games that they play, that's about the size of a 16 by 16 map. It's a lot easier to put that down than it is a two by three, um, which is one of the main changes when we have the three by threes. With yeah, that, moving, moving tables at events and all that. Yeah, and it's just it's easier. Um, yeah, hopefully they'll be able to make all these battle royal maps legal um, with uh, with the ROC doing it um, for silver and them having the relationship with the whiskers that they do. I'm interested to see if those maps actually go and become. A sixteen by sixteen, uh, especially with other world map, because that one seems to be one of the most interesting ones. To make it smaller, yeah, no, they have a they have another world map that's a sixteen by sixteen. What is it, Citadel? Oh, okay, yeah. 
Oh, so it's it's not Otherworld Castle, so it's not like the Jubilee map where you'll just make her go big, right? That's what it is, yeah. Oh, okay. Well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that would be interesting to get, you know, to be able to use those. I find it funny that that's one of the ones they were like, hey, don't worry, this can play this map. <laughs> yeah. You can tell, though, they're not built to be like that, so with, you know, the elevated being where it's at and the blocking to where, you, you know, but... I think it could make for fun, some fun games, um, definitely. Because yeah, smaller maps. I just I, I feel is exact the right way to go. Yep. Yeah, I got a bunch of different ones to try it with because I got a, like all the neoprene ones that have been coming out. Like there's a couple, like two or three that come out every year. I think I have one of the older. I, have a, I think I have a 2019 battle royal map, but I, yeah, I don't have any of the newer ones right now. Yeah, it'll definitely be interesting, but we do have to see it be uh, played at a consistent um, basis. Because I think for the most part, we're going to be playing on big maps until there's um, enough uh, quantity of smaller maps and to see if um, it's kind of worth going on a smaller map compared to a larger map. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I don't think a lot of people are actually getting this starter set. I mean, because a lot of places are charging eighty, you know, seventy, eighty dollars. Yeah, I think a and lot so, of people are just so obsessed with the smaller map. But you got to remember, there's only two right now, and I don't know when we're getting yeah. more. Besides, when we get the battle packs anymore, um, the they two smaller easily... maps, though, I think are really good. Um, because you, yeah, I, I liked the way they're set up with the elevated, the blocking, and the water. And one of them, and then you have the hindering and the elevated with the blocking, and the other. I, I think that they're both really set up well um, to where it's you're not going to have the same game twice because all you got to do is just flip it, and it's going to change the dynamic of a game. They could easily make those three uh, swords OP things legal too. Oh yeah, yeah, they could do that because those are that size, and then they're they're not event legal either yet. But the ROC, if you go on the Gamer Mats website, there's a handful of ones that you can just get on there too. So there's ones that you yeah. can play, but as far as like official big event, which we don't really have any of those anyway, uh, there's just those two for now. Are you talking about? Yeah. Are you talking about like you can buy them from Gamer Mats as like a map, or my? I... Yeah, just to play like locally. Like it wouldn't be a problem for us to play them like on. We play on Mondays locally, so just playing those on a Monday is not going to be a big deal. We'll play, we'll get plenty of use out of them or play at home, something like that. You can't just bring them to an event as of right now, but it's yeah. something you can play on that's that size. That's different at least. Oh yeah. Um, but come, you know, when is it supposed to be June? So you know, in about four months, we're going to go from two maps to. If they don't add anything else besides the next two sets, you're going from two maps to, what is it, three? Another ten? Oh, is that, are we, so right. we're getting five maps per? Uh, well, they should be double-sided. So there's two oh, different yeah. play-at-home kits coming in um, Spider-Man, so that's four. And then you have three play-at-home kits... Mm-hmm. In oh, yeah. Avengers, so that's six. So you're gonna go from twelve to ten pretty fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so is the extinct volcano one of the ones you're talking about? That's the that's that's one of them. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. There the are same. some cool ones there that they put out, and there's there's probably at least like six to eight on gamer mats. Oh yeah, but are, but they're not tournament legal, right? No, no, they're not. But you know, if you want something just fun to play on. Yeah, because I have the I have the monument battle royal map from I think it's pretty old, but it's it's on the it's still on the site or whatever. Yeah, but there's like nothing wrong with bringing that I think on like a Sunday or something and playing on that. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, I'd rather play on neoprene all day instead of cardboard or paper. So yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to figure out a way to like make it to where I can set the cardboard down so it's not always knocking off. Because that's the one bad thing about those tape it. Yeah, cause you, all it takes is a little bit and just moves a bit. You could get it laminated, I guess. Yeah, but you don't want to get that laminated since it's able to be a two by three. Oh, I was just thinking if you were only going to use it as that, you could. Yeah. 
Yeah, because I was thinking about that, and I'm like, oh no. So I'm thinking about getting like a little bit of like a like a wood to make it a little bit wider, and just you just drop the pieces in there like a puzzle. You know those old kid puzzles. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because that's my main issue with them is they just move. Um, yeah, I wish it was a. But. I, just, I just need to play the new rules and like the the new stuff that's or you know like how it's going to work. I, that's the biggest thing. We will be yeah. playing the new rules uh, not this Sunday but the following because we only have like not even a month. I think is it the release date is a month from now something like that. Um, yeah, honestly, the new rules could go live whenever at this point because pre-releases start in two weeks. So I would expect the Porter videos on Monday and the new rules could probably go live next week even because then that's a week before pre-release. Yeah, I, yeah. That's, that's the biggest thing is I want to start... I wish I could practice more often and with the new stuff, but those were... Just getting used to this is going to take a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it does. Yeah, it's a pretty big change. But, all right. I think that is going to be it for this podcast. We're going to wrap this up, so... Yeah, you guys be the judge out there if you want to run theme or non-theme. I think we're going to see about a 50-50 split until we start seeing some uh, results from bigger events. And uh, I said I wouldn't worry too much about map size until we actually get some of those maps to actually play on. But uh, thanks, everyone, for joining us tonight on the podcast. Uh, check out our sponsor, Glass Cabinet Hobbies, and use code at C-L-I-X-I-N-I-T to get 5% off your order. And then... Check out our Patreon as well if you want to get into our monthly drawings. Remember, next month is going to be our three-year anniversary, which we're going to be doing a winner-takes-all big prize, probably like a three to $400 package that one person is going to get. And then thanks, Ryan, Dan, and Miles for joining us. And uh, we got a new motto. We're going to try it out tonight. I'm hopefully not going to screw it up, but I'm probably going to. If you didn't see, I made a team poster of all of our team members. I put up on the Facebook page. It worked out really well. I saw that Wesley Summers from Phoenix Nest made one. And then Kenny Minx made one with his Earthbound and Down team. And then I said, what the heck, I'll make one. So if you want to see all the members of the Clicksing It team, check out the poster on our Facebook page. But here we go. So thanks, everyone, for listening. And remember, some superheroes wear capes, others roll dice. Have a good night. Good night. Good night. I was like, I was waiting for it, guys. We talked about this. Me too. (laughs) Good night, everybody.